Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is on the air. Never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is a call to arms for those American patriots who, in the tradition of our founding fathers, will stand up now to defend the Constitution and the liberties that it guarantees to each citizen, to each of us. That is our mission, to explain in a clear and concise manner the direct effect of each issue on the individual, on you personally not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin. This is Dr. Dan. My guest on Freedom Forum Radio is Alex Newman, an award-winning international journalist, educator, author, speaker, investor, nationally syndicated radio host and consultant. In addition to serving as president of Liberty Sentinel Media, Alex hosts a nationally syndicated radio program and has written for a wide array of publications in the United States and abroad. He currently serves as a contributor to the Epoch Times and is a writer for WorldNet Daily. Alex and I are continuing our discussion of malicious attempts by the global elite to force Americans to accept one-world socialism as the supposed panacea for all societal problems. These neo-authoritarians claim their objective is to benefit all mankind, but they are really driven by greed and a lust for power. In fact, they seek to rule the world for their own personal benefit. The overall topic for discussion is what happens to each of us if the left wins. You know, I <clears throat> recently I interviewed Paul Golding, who's the head of Britain First, a conservative Britain party who's very much anti-legal immigration. Uh, and that that is one of the his that is his primary concern, is that boatloads after boatloads of young men primarily young men, being allowed to come in. Uh, and it is diluting on purpose the, the citizenship of, of Great Britain. And he's very concerned about that. And that's why he is uh, starting to get uh, votes and win a lot of support from people who are finally realizing the risk of having undocumented people who have no connection with the culture of the country being allowed to come in. That's what's happening here. You know, we used to be, when when my my grandparents were illegal immigrants to this country, they came, they came from Europe, uh, they got a job, went to night school to, turn, uh, to learn English, and all they wanted to do was be part of the American melting pot. And the American melting pot was, yeah, there's flavors from everyone, but because it's a melting pot, you, they're all part of the same community. We don't have a melting pot now. We have a salad bowl. And that's what allows uh, politicians to prey on one group 
for the benefit of another. And that's what's divided us terribly. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And that's by design, right? I, I'm, I'm married to an immigrant, um, you know, and what we have now going on is not the immigration that we used to have, where people were seeking freedom, where people were seeking, um, you know, a, a place where they could work and keep their money. And and when they got here, they became Americans, right? Uh, my, my grandparents, when they moved here, uh, they actually stopped speaking their native language. They said to the kids, hey, uh, we are now going to be speaking English. We're now Americans. And so get used to it. And uh, that's not what's happening now. Now, it, it, it's the first time I know of in human history where not just our nation, but some of the European nations also have deliberately imported millions of foreigners. And then as those foreigners are getting there, first of all, they're giving them a ton of free stuff. And then they're telling them, by the way, this new country that you just came to, it's a horrible country. It's a racist country. It's white supremacy. You should burn it down. You're being oppressed. I mean, no other civilization that I've ever seen in human history has imported a bunch of people, deliberately weaponized them against the nation that they just came to. Uh, it, it is beyond suicidal. It's absurd. And of course, it's all being deliberately engineered. They're doing this on purpose because as Rich Higgins, uh, director of policy and planning on the National Security Council during the Trump administration explained, these people want to destroy the United States, not just as a nation, but also as an ideal. And one very good way to do that is to bring in all these competing groups and, and instill in them a group identity where you're fighting for Somali rights or Muslim rights or this, that or the other. You're dividing people. You're sticking wedges in. They they, they actually, I believe, want to start a civil war in this country. Uh, in fact, I just saw a few days ago, Hollywood was now putting out a, a new movie called Civil War. Uh, maybe a little bit of predictive programming going on there, but they are deliberately trying to engineer a civil war in this country. You mentioned they're bringing in all these military aged men. They know a lot of these. These guys are special forces from the People's Liberation Army. They know a lot of these guys are highly trained jihadists coming in from the Middle East with uh, detailed blueprints for water treatment facilities, sewage facilities, uh, you know, critical infrastructure, electrical power generation. Uh, so they're doing this deliberately because they want to take down our country because, of course, the principles that it's based on are not just incompatible with, but uh, completely in to the global system that they want to build. I mean, the, the, the two ideas, right? God gave you rights. Government exists to protect those rights. Uh, that is completely impossible to meld with the global system that they want, where government gives you privileges and you exist at the pleasure of the state. And so they need to destroy the United States, not just as a nation, but they need to discredit the ideas that it's founded on. And what better way to do that than a nice civil war, a critical race theory, cultural revolution, all the very things that we're watching unfold before our eyes. So as these events and all of this comes to a head and some Rubicon rivers are crossed and it all comes to an end for us, what are we looking at? What is going to happen to us if the left wins? Well, I think we're at a fork in the road, right? Um, and, and I don't know which direction this will go, but uh, if the totalitarians win, um, I think we have a very good sense of what will happen. Um, and, and it doesn't have to be speculation, right? Um, uh, FBI operator who infiltrated the weather underground, the leadership of the weather underground, uh, Larry Grathwell, explained in an interview with G. Edward Griffin that the leadership of the weather underground was planning to collapse the United States, invite in a bunch of hostile foreign powers, the communist Chinese, the Soviets, the Cubans, the Venezuelans, the North Koreans, whatever, to each occupy a piece of the country. And then they were going to build a network of concentration camps to put uh, millions and anyway, tens of millions of Americans in there and have them re-educated. And so this FBI operative, uh, Larry Grathwell, asked these guys, well, what happens with the people that are just can't be re-educated? They're unre-educatable. 
And he said, well, uh, those are going to have to be liquidated. In other words, they're going to have to be exterminated. So if these evildoers win, America as a nation will cease to exist, at least as we have known it. Uh, the 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 benefits that flowed from the freedom, all, all the things that we've come to take for granted, the peace, the prosperity, the, the safety on our streets, uh, the massive uh, material wealth that this country has been able to produce and has been blessed with, uh, all of that will evaporate instantly. Uh, and I think... Again, without speculating at all, uh, many of the senior leaders of this diabolical movement have told us that communist China is the model. Uh, Justin Castro, uh, Justin Trudeau up in Canada was asked uh, recently, what is his, uh, which government did he respect the most? He said communist China. Right. Uh, you've got Klaus Schwab was on communist Chinese uh, propaganda television this summer saying communist Chinese is a whole mother of many countries. Um, you've got David Rockefeller in, in the 1970s writing in the New York Times uh, in, in an op-ed uh, from a China traveler saying that the social experiment in China under Chairman Mao's leadership is the most important and successful in human history. Uh, you've got George Soros uh, in an interview with the Financial Times a decade ago saying that communist China needs to own the new world order in the same way that the United States owned the previous world order. So they're telling us where we're going. If you want to know what the future looks like, if these evildoers get their way, look at communist China. Huge segment of the population exterminated. Nobody has slaughtered more innocent people in all of human history than the communist Chinese. Um, total elimination of free speech. Total elimination of uh, free agency. I mean, it's basically a giant concentration camp. It's a giant slave labor state where you're given just enough freedom to be able to produce a little bit of wealth for, for your, your slave masters. But um, that's what we're looking at if we lose this. It is a global slave state based on the communist Chinese model. Everybody's given a, a social credit score. Everybody will behave themselves because if they don't, they can't have a job. Their kid can't go to school. Uh, they will be socially ostracized. And, um, you know, I, I don't say that to scare people. I say that because that's the reality of what we're facing if we don't get serious here. And now I, I want to be clear. I don't think people should act and be motivated by fear, right? So again, I'm, I'm not saying these things to scare you into action. I don't think fear is a good motivator. The evildoers use fear to motivate. COVID's gonna get you, right? Stay home, close your church, destroy your small business, take a vaccine, whatever. So evildoers use fear to manipulate you. I'm not here to use fear to manipulate you. I'm just trying to be real with you and explain that if we lose this, your freedom is gone. Your life may well be gone. Your ability to make the most basic decisions. How many children do I want, right? All of it, gone, right? What do I believe about all, all those things? Gone. Can I, you can't even go to church and worship God in the way you see fit. You need to worship the Communist Party. So that's the, the possible future if these evildoers win. The other alternative is, and I believe this is a realistic prospect. I, I don't know, you know what the odds are, but um, I do believe it's a realistic prospect. These evildoers are exposed. They're held accountable. They're brought to justice. They're put in prison where they belong. And uh, we can go through the long and arduous task of rebuilding our nation. Uh, and that begins, of course, with freedom. And it begins with wiping out uh, you know, the massive amounts of tyranny that have been built up over layer on layer on layer over the decades. So it's not going to be an easy process, but it is a worthwhile process. It's it's an endeavor that uh, I think will require multiple generations to go through. But um, it's we owe it to our children and to our grandchildren to strive for that. Uh, I believe we can have a, a new rebirth of civilization, if you will, of Christendom, of the free world, as it used to be known. Um, it's going to require work. 
right? Um, it's going to require sacrifice. Nobody's saying this is going to be easy. It's not going to be easy at all, but neither will losing your freedom be easy. So um, you don't have any easy options in front of you. Pick the one that makes most sense. I believe that is a restoration of freedom, a restoration of Christian civilization. And as far as I'm concerned, that is the only alternative that's acceptable. And so that's what I'm going to continue working This is Dr. Dan. My guest on Freedom Forum Radio is Alex Newman. So what you're saying is obviously what I agree with you in, is that outreach to reach as many people as possible, to try to explain this is what can happen, this is what probably will happen unless we get serious about restoring the constitutional republic that we were given 240 years ago. How, how, do you, how do you do that? We are facing an enemy that has tons of money, more money than God, so to speak, uh, to use a phrase. Uh, and yes, we do have the truth. How do we get there? What is the avenue that we need, Alex Newman? What is the avenue that we need to take in order to turn it around? Well, uh, I don't think there's any simple answer to that. And I think it actually looks different for everybody. But what I would say is it begins with us as individuals. We need to start living our own lives differently. We need to start putting into practice the principles that we say we believe in. Uh, and, and I mean that in, in everything, right? Your shopping decisions. Are you buying from a big evil corporation that hates you and is plowing money into causes that intend to destroy you? Or are you buying from your local farmers? Are you going to the farmer's market and meeting your local ranchers so that you can fill your freezer with beef every six months, right? Uh, so, I mean, just at, at the very basic level, what about our families? Are, are we raising our families right? Do we have a good relationship with our husbands or our wives? Are we living out our marriages the way God has called us to do that? And then child rearing, right? Stop giving your children to a wicked government that hates you for education. Um, I mean, these are simple things, right? Uh, homeschool them or, or find a good Christian school, a good school that's actually going to teach them how to think, how to read, uh, basics about history, right? So these are critical things, and you don't have to change any laws. You don't have to join any groups to do it. Just start living your life in a better way. Start leading your family in a better way. Once you've got those things under control, you, know, you want to connect with a, a broader community. You want to reconnect with your neighbors, be involved with a local church, uh, get involved with your local political process, right? And that begins simply. Maybe your neighborhood, maybe your city council gets to know your mayor, gets to know your police chief. Give your sheriff a call. Say you want a meeting. Ask your, your sheriff what he or she believes about the Constitution. You know, what would you do if uh, the government decided to confiscate fire? I mean, these are the kinds of conversations we need to be having now rather than when the crisis hits and, uh, you know, those things are actually happening. So once you've got your yourself, your your home unlocked, then you want to work on your neighborhood, your city, maybe your county, uh, get involved with the, your state level politics, right? Uh, and, and I'm not saying everybody needs to run for office here. We can't all run for office. It's very difficult to do, but some of us can. And so get involved in campaigns, you know, it, pick a race, find somebody that you like in that race and help them. Maybe write them a check. Maybe go knock on doors for them. Uh, these are the people that they're going to listen to once they're in office. So find somebody that shares your values, that shares your principles, that has the courage needed to stand up to the machine and get involved. And again, none of these things are easy. None of these things are going to bear fruit overnight. But all of these things are worth doing. All of these things are essential. Uh, but it really does begin with education. 
We need to be as individuals. We need to be educated on the Constitution. You know, Sun Tzu, um, and it kind of goes right along with what we've been talking about. Sun Tzu, the great Chinese military strategist, explained, if you know yourself and you know your enemy, you're going to win every single battle, right? And yet, as Americans, we don't know who we are as a people anymore. Um, you know, we don't know our history. We don't know our Constitution. We don't know how our country even came to be. We just know the lies that they've taught us. Um, and then we don't know anything about the enemy, right? A lot of people think of the enemy is just Democrats or Republicans or Joe Biden or Trump or, you know, they're very, very simplistic explanations. And um, we do need to really have a solid understanding of who we are as Americans and who the enemy is. That will help us have a clearer understanding of how we fight this battle. Everybody's got their own role, right? I'm a journalist. I, I get to expose evildoers all day. I appreciate that. That's, you know, that's what God's called me to do. Maybe that's not what God has called you to do. Maybe God's called you to run for mayor or or state representative or city council. Uh, maybe God has called you to earn a lot of money and and donate to good candidates and support your local church and, and support organizations that are on the front lines of the fight for freedom. So everybody's got a role in this battle. Everybody's role is going to look a little bit different, but it begins with us as individuals and with our families. And then once you've got those things under control, then we can work out from there. Sounds like a pretty ambitious program, but you're absolutely right. Self-reliance is what this country is built on. Individual action, individual responsibility. You know, I've, if I was going to make a coin, a challenge coin, it would be the coin of freedom. On one side is free, free choice, the freedom of choice. The other side is personal responsibility. Yep. And that's really a very important concept. You cannot have freedom unless you are responsible for the actions that you take. Uh, and I think a lot of people here you know, that I see, one of the problems is, is they do not take responsibility for mistakes that they make. Uh, and that's, that's the thing that's got to stop. The government is not here to pick up the pieces for everybody. And unless we start being responsible for ourselves, uh, it's going to be a tough road. Alex Newman, it's been an incredible discussion. Is there any final thoughts you'd like to uh, give us? Well, I appreciate uh, very much you having me on the program, Dr. Dan. Thank you for what you do. Um, people can follow my work at libertysentinel.org if they're interested. I write for a lot of different publications, but I try to put a, a representative sampling of it at my website. People can get my newsletter for free. Uh, I have started using X quite a bit again ever since uh, Elon Musk opened it back up a little bit. And I'm uh, senior editor at the New American Magazine. It's, you know, speaking of education, it's a, a very, very good place to get involved. And I've got a new book coming out in uh, about two weeks, um, Indoctrinating Our Children to Death, uh, basically the history of the public school system in America. If, uh, if you're interested, I think uh, it would be very valuable, especially if you're a parent or a grandparent or, or a teacher or somebody involved in education. So, Alex Newman, thank you so very much for being a guest on Freedom Forum Radio. An honor and a pleasure. Thank you, sir. And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com. The right to own private property that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom. Call me the mischief. Choctaw!
Once you hear Dr. Dan, weekends on WJRB 95.1 FM, you'll know he's right. Really, this is a nation that is built upon the concept of private property ownership. As a matter of fact, the right to own private property that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is the moral and constitutional basis for individual freedom. Catch Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. and 9.30 a.m. and again Sundays at 2.30 p.m. and 7 p.m. on News Talk 95.1.